Welcome, witches, to Witchcraft from A to Z, your go-to witchy podcast for finding the magic hidden among the mundane. My name is Elaine Evergreen, a practicing witch of over 15 years now, and I'll be your host this week. Blessed Samhain to you all. So Samhain is a pagan festival originating from Celtic tradition, which begins on the evening of October 31st and ends on the evening of November 1st, if you're in the Northern Hemisphere like myself. Samhain marks the end of harvest and the beginning of the darkening of each day as winter creeps in, and it is believed to be the day the veil between the realms of the living and the dead lift. Samhain takes place midway between the fall equinox and the winter solstice, and it's one of the four major fire festivals of the ancient Celts. In early texts, this festival was said to last three days and three nights, However, nowadays, people mainly celebrate it for either two days and two nights, or just the night of the 31st. And while I could go on about the history and lore of Samhain, this content is already plentiful on the internet. So, for this week's episode, I want to focus on the aspects and the methods for incorporating this magical holiday into your practice. To start, colors associated with Samhain are of course black and orange but also brown, gold, white, and red. Animals that are commonly depicted are bats, cats, dogs, and crows. But you can also associate cows with Samhain due to the historical context of their slaughter during the festivities. Herbs and other plant matter include broom, nightshade, heather, mandrake, mugwort, oak, Cinnamon, nutmeg, rosemary, allspice, sage, wormwood, catnip, yarrow, witch hazel, yew, willow, blackthorn, beech, apple trees, and acorns. And we cannot forget the many foods for Samhain, as it is a harvest festival. So there is a plethora to choose from. For associations including, but not limited to, apples, meats, breads, squash, leafy winter greens, mushrooms, stone fruit, root vegetables, turnips, corn, grains, cakes, pies, wines, ciders, beers, meads, teas, and juices. Now, it's hard to do things with just a list of seemingly random items, so let's go over some activities that you can perform on or around Samhain. You can light candles to help guide the spirits. You can bake breads, cakes, and pies. You can tell stories of relatives and loved ones who have passed to bring them back just for a night. You can give offerings to your ancestors or deities carve pumpkins and turnips, ask for guidance from your ancestors and deceased loved ones, light a bonfire, of course, tell spooky stories. You can have a dumb supper, which is a supper that you have in complete silence to honor the dead. You can cleanse your home and altar space, go for a walk, pick up acorns and fallen leaves to decorate your home. Give thanks for the food that you've been given this season. 
make and drink warm drinks like cider, mead, hot chocolate, and coffee. Cook for yourself and your loved ones. Give to a charity or cause that you're passionate about. Reflect on this past year. Prepare your home for winter. Watch horror movies. Or watch cozy fall-themed movies if you're like me. Practice divination. Create goals for the coming year. Plan your next garden. Set up wards and protection spells around your home. Host a dinner. Can, jar, and preserve your fall harvest bounty for the winter. And of course, you can visit loved ones at a graveyard. If you're interested in finding prayers relevant to the Samhain holiday, the internet can provide you with many already crafted prayers. With little searching, I found this fantastic Samhain prayer. And it goes... The veil grows thin at the time of the dead as we honor our long-gone ancestors in whose footsteps we tread. Life retreats into the bulbs and the roots. The time has passed for the flowers and the fruits. As leaves fall thick and carpet the ground, the dark mother waits in silence profound. Now is the time for the apple feasts. Time stands still for human and beasts. See the wisdom of days gone by, to deal with the past and let it lie. Face your shadow and accept your faults. Look now to the future to seek your results. And that's just one example of some of the beautiful prayers and rituals out there that can be found at your fingertips. However, something made by you will always have more meaning and more power. So during this time of year, I encourage you to awaken your creativity as we go inward and create spells, prayer, and rituals that fit your needs. For this year's Samhain, I have been preserving all of the wonderful produce I've either grown or foraged this fall so I can enjoy a taste of warmth during the upcoming cold season. I've also carved pumpkins and roasted their seeds. I will be burning a list of all of the things that did not serve me this year at midnight. And I created a spell jar for my home that is used to bring in positivity, protection, health, happiness, and more in the new year full of herbs that I grew and foraged. If you're looking for a simple practice to perform tonight, you can join me in creating your own spell jar for the upcoming year. This jar can be made for any intention that you want, it does not have to be for protection and well-being like mine. It can also be for banishing, for calming, for love, fertility, really anything. To begin, you'll need a glass or fire-safe jar, salt, a tea light candle, and an extra candle for wax, and finally, herbs and crystals that represent your intentions. Focus on your intention, then place your candle in the middle of the jar, and pour enough salt around the tea light candle to hold it in place. Once secured, place your herbs around the candle, making sure to avoid having herbs hang around where the flame of the candle will be. To help avoid this, I actually used a votive candle since it's a little taller. Lastly, if you want to add any crystals, add those around on top so they're not hidden. If you really want to connect this with yourself, 
Before you add the salt, you can add your hair or nail clippings to the bottom. Once everything is in the jar, carefully light your candle and meditate on the intention of this jar. When you are satisfied, you can put the lid on the jar, letting it naturally put the candle out. Then, using another candle or leftover wax, create a seal of wax on the lid, sealing everything in. Or you can do what I did and leave it open so that way you can relight it every time you want to focus on that intention. It also makes for a beautiful decoration piece and you can keep it around until next Samhain where you'll create a new one for that coming year. And that's it! I hope you enjoyed this short episode on ways that you can incorporate elements of Samhain into your practice. I'd love to hear from you all, so if you ever have any questions about certain attributes of an item, you want some witchy advice, or you just want to share something about your magical practice, please submit a message to me on my Anchor page at anchor.fm slash witchcraft A to Z. I've shared the link in the description, as well as any resources that may have been used during the research for this episode. Don't forget to download and subscribe where you listen to podcasts, and share with anyone you know who needs just a little more magic in their life. Blessed Samhain, and until next time, witches.